Hi everyone and welcome back to the Heartfelt Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Today's episode is gonna be pretty chill and fun and not really to be taken seriously. There is not much plan to it and I it's just something that was in the back of my head and after a couple of serious heavy episodes for me that required planning um, and preparation and scripting, I decided I just want to talk about whatever I feel like. And um, this there's this concept that I kind of kind of wanted to put into real life um, in regards to my podcast, and it's to kind of let my imagination go loose and talk about all the lives I want to live in my life. Now, what do I mean by that? Basically. <laughs> This kind of does tie into some more serious topics such as my like fear of not making the most out of my life and stuff like me wanting to experience everything just because I'm scared that like I'll miss something that I would rather be doing if you know what I mean like that's one of the reasons I push myself out of my comfort zone so much is because I know that unless I experience something I won't know if that thing is for me or not for me if that makes sense and I'm not saying I want to optimize and you know like try out every single possible life that I could live because most likely there is no right perfect life like life will unfold itself as it will um but this is just this is just a fun segment this is nothing to be taken seriously as I said it's just me hypothesizing and me romanticizing different aspects of life and me watching too much and consuming too much media and tv shows and movies that have made me fall in love with certain pictures of how life can look like if that makes sense or of certain visions of life maybe not even tv shows and movies it's it's a lot of it it's youtube i feel like on youtube i follow such a variety of creators a lot of them have different lives and i'm always kind of like a little bit of me wants to experience all of these lives so yeah without further ado without further ado (laughs) um let's jump into it so I'm just going to be talking, as I said, about every single life that I can imagine. Okay, not every single one, but a lot of the lives that I could potentially imagine for myself and that I could see myself living happily. But it, as I said, it's just a product of my imagination. So the first point on my little list, um, and the reason it's the first one is because I watched <laughs> a YouTube video that was one of those like van life, day in my life, whatever. I'm sure we've all seen those people the videos of those people who live their life out of a van usually in the united states i would say or australia perhaps it's not it's not usually europe i would say um but yeah there was this one vlog of a girl a woman i'm not sure she was in her 20s and it was a vlog where she spent like four days in the woods and she turned off her phone completely like she did not touch it she did not have any podcast or music she just had her like big white dog and books and just I don't know, her van, basically, and the river and the nature. And something within me, whenever I watch these kinds of vlogs, not this specifically, something within me just awakens. And I feel like that's the life out of them all that is the closest connected to nature. And there's something that's definitely very, very appealing to me about that. The fact that I've said it many times before, like, we're very disconnected from nature. And just because I have a plant on my windowsill and I go to sit in the park once a day or three times a week it does not it brings me a little bit closer to nature but it's still nowhere near where we used to be as you know where our ancestors used to be like just literally living in the nature and i think or i know i don't even think that there is so much healing power to nature and the idea of just like kind of being self-reliant and living out of a van and just 
not having to stress about like you know our phones and nine to five and all of these things I know it's kind of like an idealistic picture and obviously buying a van and all of that it takes money right to afford that gas and shit it's not cheap and it's probably not a long-term sustainable solution but I think it's a possibility you know if I ever feel drawn enough towards that um I think the only issue with that kind of life is that like I have no technical skills and like I don't know even chopping wood okay I think I could I I think I could teach myself how to chop wood but like you know those videos like renovating a van from like beginning to an end I'm watching this one girl on YouTube I think her like username is hey x natalie or something like that and she literally bought off a van and renovated the whole thing by herself and I'm like I um I do not know if I have the capabilities something about this lifestyle just seems so appealing and I think I'm not the only one basing off of how many people watch those videos and how many people comment on them I think it as I said like it awakens something primal in all of us like it kind of makes us realize that we all have this need to be closer to nature and like this desire this sometimes hidden desire or like not even realized desire to just like disconnect completely to just literally throw your phone under the water not be in contact with anyone just you books and the nature meditating i don't know there's just something so romantic about that idea even if i don't get to ever like properly i don't know travel around us in a van i'm not sure if i would actually actually want that it would be nice to have like that kind of like experience i definitely need i definitely want to at some point in my life have an experience in nature where i'm really really like properly disconnected for a few days from all social media all phones second one that's like in the theme of being in one with nature or just closer to nature is to have like a cabin in the woods and you probably are aware of like the whole small house movement tiny house movement there was this whole trend around the time that minimalism became big, I think it was like middle 2010s, like 2015, 14, I'm not sure, where all the like minimalist documentaries came out. Yeah, I would love to try out like living in a small cabin, like either in the woods or just like somewhere in the Nordic countries, like Sweden or Norway, living there and it being all very like minimalistic and efficient and starting my little like family in Norway and my kids just being brought up in like the happiest country in the world. I don't know, probably, again, I feel like a lot of people romanticize Scandinavian countries and I'm sure there's a lot of things that are not so great there. And to be fair, side note, I don't genuinely, I don't get why these countries are listed among like the happiest countries in the world because I know like their standards of living are amazing and like their wages are really high comparably to the rest of the world. They have great like social security network, healthcare, blah, blah, blah. All of these things that the government provides are very high level compared to other countries but a the weather is pretty bad i assume like it's mostly cold right a lot of rain snow things like that i think humans thrive in the sun and i just cannot imagine like six months of winter or like of darkness not saying that like all of norway has a polar winter because it's like i think the higher north you go right it's an environment with quite like extreme weather conditions i would say and B, these people are often listed among like the loneliest people in the world. I think like there's a lot of singles, a lot of people don't get married. A lot of lot of people there live on their own when they're adult. And I don't know, the combination of do these two factors, even if we take into consideration the whole like, you know, good wage, blah blah blah, standards of living situation, it still doesn't add up to a very happy life for me. But somehow these countries do get listed there, right? 
I think again, like this is very closely connected to my first scenario I listed, but it's a bit more um, stable because you're not you're not actually living out of a van. You're just living in a cabin. But oh, to have a small cabin in the woods and then like have like evenings when like you're watching a movie and by the fire and you're like making dinner for your family. Oh my god. Okay, I'm getting carried away. It's kind of fun though, being carried away. But ah, uh, it's just the aesthetics are immaculate. Um. And again, I think a way for me to experience that very surface level probably would be to like rent out a cabin in Norway or somewhere or whatever, like an Airbnb, because there's a lot of these things you can rent out now. And they're not even that crazy expensive because like these tiny homes are not really that expensive to maintain and stuff like that. I don't know. Something about that just seems very appealing to me. Okay, my third point is something that I, I quite frequently bring up. Um, as my like alternative because okay basically right now I would say I'm on a path I don't really know what path am I on but like I'm enrolled in an economics course I'm doing an internship that's closely related to economics I am likely I would say to be living in like a big city in the next few years and just working a nine-to-five I think that's a large possibility for the close future not saying that anything is set in stone but just you know just putting it out there so taking that into consideration, like this is the path that like a lot of people would say or I would say like I'm most likely on, even though I don't want to like put any restraints on myself. But then whenever someone like whenever I'm talking about that, like, yeah, maybe I'll do that. But then I always say that like a part of me wants to just have her own like vegan coffee shop in Australia, <laughs> period. <laughs> Another one of my ideal lives is buying one way ticket to Australia, moving there, starting to work as a barista in like some cool hip trendy vegan plant-based coffee shop talking to all the clients it being very chill me just drinking coffee on the breaks talking to everyone reading books in the breaks the sun shining on me 24 7 okay not 24 7 but you know very sunny weather then after work finishing work at like 2 or 3 p.m and just going and like teaching myself how to surf or just meeting friends and going to the beach and eventually progressing and getting financially stable and starting my own vegan coffee shop and making my own plant-based milks and everything will be organic fair trade and vegan and ah the straws will not be plastic let me tell you <laughs> again this is a very romanticized version of the reality but i should stop making these um disclaimers because it's just i'm just having so much fun you don't you're not even realizing how much I like to think about these scenarios. I think it's very fun and I think it's just fun to let yourself lose and kind of let your mind take you wherever it takes you because it may even arrive at places or scenarios you wouldn't have thought that like you secretly want to or desire or would want to try out. But yeah, something about that, again, I think a theme that arises is being close to some kind of nature, even if that's like not the woods, but the beach. Australia, genuinely, I wouldn't really cross it off of my list. Um, when I'm talking to people about my gap year and when I was when I was thinking about it myself, I was thinking about um, moving to Australia for either half a year or a year and just working there and living there for a while. But I don't know if it's gonna like come to fruition if I'll eventually decide to do it. But yeah, I've, I have visited Australia a couple of years back with my parents. We rented a camper van actually and we traveled along the Gold Coast, like the East Coast. And we went to Sydney and Melbourne and it was the best time of my life. Like it was so fun. Like, literally, we were on a camping and there were just kangaroos jumping around. The mangoes were so fresh and juicy and not even that expensive. The avocados. I feel like Australia is a heaven for vegans. This is also probably where all the vegan YouTubers originated from and live. 
and I would just meet them, and we would have, like, a little vegan community, and I don't know, it just seems so fun. This is a nice vision, and out of the three that I've listed so far, I think it's the most realistic one, even though it's pretty far-fetched as well. <laughs> so the next one I would like to mention is something that, like, as I said, like, kind of on a path to, or not even, not exactly, basically, no disclaimers needed, another life that I can imagine for myself that's quite, like, different on the other side on the opposite end from all the ones that I previously mentioned, is living in like a very big hustly city and having a corporate job and being a boss bitch. I sorry, I don't like that phrase, but it kind of paints a picture. And when I'm saying it, I know you know what I mean. It'll sound bad, right? But like wearing heels to work every day, being like business casual or like literally just business smart every single day and being like an office queen you know climbing the corporate corporate ladder attending all those like fancy company events being like the shark and just going after what you want going after that promotion and eventually like being the youngest ceo of something and just having my like luxurious apartment in london and going to all these fancy places for dinners and for drinks <laughs> I know what I'm saying, it sounds so shallow, and I know, like I genuinely know if all of that, the things that I just mentioned would come to fruition, I would probably be miserable, because I'm not made for that kind of lifestyle, I think. I am way too sensitive for that, I need my work-life balance, way I'm not that competitive anymore, I used to be, but I'm not anymore, I think it would just eat away at my mental health, I think people who do that kind of things and have that kind of lifestyle need to have a lot of inner resistance and inner drive, and they, for them, like, climbing that ladder needs to be their ultimate goal. Some part of me just wants that. Like, whenever I, like, find myself near the city of London and I see all these, like, beautiful, gorgeous, tall skyscrapers and people in their, like, fancy outfits going to work and sitting on their desks. And I know it's probably the society that had even, like, made me romanticize that. But something about that, you know, something about that is, I, I cannot explain it. And then just being, like well obviously earning enough money to afford that kind of luxurious lifestyle and like you know beautiful furniture a house that you're probably never in because you're always working but it's still there that apartment in south kensington or wherever that is just probably the capitalist fantasy we all kind of have in ourselves and this is how my own manifests we all probably have our own i am a rich person fantasy and that is this one because for the other ones well, money is important on all of them, right? Because money is important to travel. Money is important to be able to afford a home or even rent a flat in like a nice area in a nice, well-developed country. But I wouldn't say most of these, besides this one, they don't center around like money and material things that much. And I'm not trying to say I'm like some sort of, oh my God, I'm like minimalist, like money. I don't care about money because that is a very ignorant statement and it's mostly not true for, no, everyone cares about money. But yeah, it's not really a big theme and most of the other scenarios so the next one that i wrote down is literally what i wrote down is minimalist clean aesthetic into meditation and yoga and running living somewhere with clean air <laughs> like i was thinking switzerland basically there's this youtuber maybe i should just say like which youtubers lives i would like to have tbh there's this youtuber called chloe kian and i think she's originally swiss she has this very like clean minimalist aesthetic she always wears like sustainable clothing and they're quite like simple i wouldn't say it's my personal like style but i would say i think i'm also more on that like minimalist style when it comes to clothing like i like basic colors and i try to 
sometimes stray away from that and dress into something, you know, funky, green, red. But eventually I just, like, I just see myself centering back into my whites and blacks <laughs> and navies and beiges. I used to have a thing for minimalism. As I told you, like, when I was younger, I watched those, like, documentaries. Um, there's this, like, two guys. There's just two guys that are called, call themselves the, the, ugh, what am I saying? The minimalists. And they had these, like, two documentaries on Netflix, and they have a whole website and podcast and all of that. You can, like, find them very easily. And there was also this, like, whole hype for minimalist YouTubers, like Matt Davella, Nathaniel Drew, Lana Blakely, what else? Jenny Mustard. There's a lot of them, right? Like, maybe you recognize some of them if you're into that kind of niche. I wouldn't say I got into minimalism, but I think there was a huge appeal of the lifestyle to me. And there still is... But in a different sense, I think nowadays, fortunately, there is a tendency to become less orthodox about most things. So, for example, like even things such as like veganism that I mentioned or minimalism five or seven years ago, it was very like you're either a minimalist or you're not. You either have no things and only clothes that spark joy or you either eat like fully plant based and you never eat cheese or you're just no, you just don't belong to that group. And like you can fuck yourself, basically. I think now we realize that there is the world is not black and white and there's a lot of gray areas and you can just be on a side of the spectrum and it's much healthier that way i think because there it kind of eliminates that artificial separation between yeah you're either this or that because none of us are fully minimalist or fully like maximalist whatever you want to call it to be fair looking at my room no one would probably say i'm a minimalist because it's like i have a whole wall full of pictures i have a big closet and i have quite a few stuff but I try to be mindful about them and I try to like declutter my things once in a while. I do feel very weighed down by material things, like I can observe myself being weighed down by like the clothes I don't wear and stuff like that. So in an alternative scenario, lifestyle, reality, I would love to be much more on the minimal... <laughs> Why is this word so difficult? Minimalist side. And just have much less stuff for my wardrobe to just have much less, like, much less item, and maybe the money that I now spend on clothes and other stuff, like, save that money and use it on travel, have, like, quite a simple, clean home with, like, good quality stuff, I think it would be nice, because right now I'm still not in, like, a financial position where I could probably afford, you know, good quality, expensive stuff um, for everything, every aspect in my life. It's also, like, a good way into sustainability, I think, because if you buy things that are cost more, you... A, you think your decision through more, so you don't make reckless purchases, and B, you're just more, more likely to have it for years and years to come and not re have to rebuy that item every couple years, so that's more on the sustainable side. Something about that like very simple lifestyle is very appealing to me, and I think, again, it links to the fact that we're so distracted and social media is so overwhelming, and material and the consumerist culture is so overwhelming, and there's there's so many things to be overwhelmed by and that kind of lifestyle that I'm bringing up here is kind of the opposite of that. It kind of feels like detaching yourself from all of that and kind of going more inwards. So being more on the spiritual side, doing yoga, doing meditation, um, running and just, yeah, exploring the inwards rather than having so much to your outwards. Also in that lifestyle, I think I would have a dog and I would be living somewhere close to the mountains so I could like do like cycling trips there okay what am i saying i hate cycling but like do some running and go on like camping oh that would be so nice to like go camping with my friends but that's a lifestyle i would really like to explore i would really like to visit switzerland on that note to be so for the next one it's kind of like a loose idea 
but in this lifestyle i would have a creative job and it can be anything it doesn't have to be youtube it can be something something to do with graphic design or podcast in this imaginative scenario there is no limitations to my abilities and in this scenario i may be able to design shit right so i would have like a creative job a freelance job that allows me to have a flexible schedule and i can work in my own time but i'm also very well paid of course because i need to afford money for <laughs> good food and nice travel and in this scenario i'm living in like a really cool kind of youthful city and what comes to my mind is like either copenhagen or berlin not necessarily london because london is a bit too for this scenario it's a bit too like hustle culture and like toxic productivity and in this scenario i'm a bit more chill this is not a very well developed fantasy i think as i was writing it down it just kind of came to my head but yeah just kind of like taking life as it goes being more of like a free spirit and kind of earning money from creativity because i think in some version of my life that would be really cool because i know i have a lot of creativity to me otherwise i probably would not be here in the first place but i also don't think i have like creative skills per se you know what i mean like i cannot draw i cannot paint i cannot sing i cannot dance okay i do pole dancing but it's not really it's more like a sport right i cannot do graphic design or architecture any of that like i don't have a talent that i could actually monetize off of you know the most i can do is edit it's also not on like a very very high level um <laughs> but yeah in this scenario i am making it my full-time job and even though I know it's very unrealistic, I am making a full living out of it. And and yeah, I just have like my favorite vegan places in the city and I go to bars with my friends at night and we just meet random people and we, you know, I'm very spontaneous and up for anything. <laughs> this is, I'm cringing at myself, but also, as I said, it's very fun imagining all these things. Okay, I'm gonna have to hurry up because um, I have like 15 minutes before I have to get ready and leave my house because I'm meeting my friend for breakfast. Okay, there's two more left, so I'm gonna go through them. The next one is to be... <laughs> and again, I think I'm just gonna read out exactly what I wrote because I think it sounds funny. Um, spiritual spiritual queen, nomad, not having one home, living life spontaneously, moving around a lot. Now that I'm like thinking of it, a lot of these lifestyles are kind of like very much colliding. Or, no, not, not colliding. Um, overling, overlapping? Overlapping, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's... There's similar themes in many of them. And maybe that's something I should pay attention to. Some part of me just wants to say fuck it all. Just like leave the society and live wherever. Move around. Don't really have any ties to the material world. Like literally live a very simple life that's very much like inwards again. Like as I said before, be very focused. Devote myself fully to my like spirituality meditate for like probably three hours a day and be enlightened and yeah move around be at one with nature and people see would see me on the street they would probably think i'm a little bit of a freak but i wouldn't care because i'm i have the higher knowledge about the world i feel like i sound so dumb and everything that i'm saying but again it's just that temptation to just not have to conform to the norms of our society and just do whatever i feel like in the moment like oh do i feel like buying a one-way ticket to the other side of the world sure let me do that because i have no home and i have no stable job <laughs> let alone i don't know how i'm earning money in that scenario but yeah let me just go there let me go on a retreat to bali let me let me be a yoga oh maybe i'm a yoga instructor mm, that's a, that's a possibility to be fair it would be nice to be a yoga instructor but i think there's that's kind of like a stereotype of like a white girl saying she wants to be a yoga instructor um in bali <laughs> So I'm not going to actually say that, but, you know, hypothetically, 
And the last one that I wrote down is, in this scenario, I would be living in one of the Mediterranean countries. So I would say either Italy, Greece, Spain, or France, south of France. Ooh, yeah, I went to the south of France recently, like a month ago, and it was mwah, chef's kiss, such a beautiful place. And yeah, basically in this scenario, I'm kind of living in the house that's kind of like call me by your name vibes. Or if you've watched it, it's less popular by the, but, um, the Hand of God. On Netflix, it's kind of like, call me by your name-esque. But basically, I have a summer villa house in one of those places, one of those countries. But actually, um, it's not my summer house anymore. I'm living there full-time. I have a family there. And I am a stay-at-home mom. And I'm raising my and my husband's kids in that country. Because I want them to live a simple life. And I want them to not have to experience, um, you know, toxic productivity and all of that shit. I just want them to run around and eat fruit straight from the trees and do whatever they feel passionate about. And on the weekends, I cook dinners and I make huge dinner parties for all of our friends from the city and nearby villages. And I walk around in white dresses and I just pick fruit in the morning and, on, and I sunbathe. And me and my own husband read books to each other. I make fresh salads in the summer and it's basically eternal summer. And we also go swimming quite a bit. I am just losing myself thinking about this scenario. It's such a beautiful vision I have right now. Oh my god. To have a fucking summer house in a Mediterranean country, it's the ultimate dream. Whenever something of that sort is like shown in any like TV show or movie. Recently I was watching conversations with friends and like a character there has like a summer house in Croatia. And she invited like people over for the summer. Oh, normal people as well. Marianne from Normal People, I don't know if you've seen it, also had like a summer house. Something about it just like speaks in volumes to me, you know? And the house inside, let me tell you, will be gorgeous. It will be so beautiful. I would like be the interior designer for it all. I would make it all happen and I would take great care of it. And I will be the greatest, kindest, most loving, peaceful mom there is. Not sure what my husband will be doing. Maybe he'll be like review. Oh my God, what is a book? A book critic? Yeah, a book critic. So he's at home as well a lot, right? Yeah, that is a nice fantasy. <laughs> so these are all the scenarios that I can imagine for myself. There's probably more that I could think of. Um, as I said, a lot of them are interlinked. And maybe I should, even though I'm treating this very lightly, maybe I should kind of look deeper into them and see, you know, how can I make some of these maybe not necessarily happen full on and for them to be my life, but to kind of get as close as I can to experiencing some of them, like, you know, living out of a van for a few months with someone, like traveling in a camper van. Or, I don't know, moving to Berlin or Copenhagen and trying to make money from YouTube or whatever, you know? Unless you experience it, you cannot really say if it's just a fantasy because all these fantasies may just be, like, quite empty inside and maybe I wouldn't be happy living either of these lifestyles. Like, something will always would always be lacking. And not to sound cheesy, but... <laughs> If you're okay with yourself on the inside and you have yourself figured out on the inside and you're okay with yourself, I think you can be living happily in any of these lifestyles or any other lifestyles, all of the other ones that I have not mentioned that maybe you can imagine for yourself. Like relying on external, essentially relying on external world and conditions and situations to make you happy will not work in the long term. But I think most of us probably have at least a few lifestyles that like are more in alignment with who we are and you know certain cities have certain energies and you can either maybe you're aligned with those energies and maybe you're not like 
I know that, like, for example, I'm happier living in London than I was living back in my home city. And that is not to say no one can be happy living in my city. It's just that, like, for me, living here is easier and living here just feels more like me. The city feels more like me than my home city did. But it's also, like, the second city I've, I'm living in, right? Like, the second place I'm living in in all my life. So I don't know what's there to explore. And maybe there there's probably so many situations in which I could be potentially happier or happier and... You know, I may as well never find that one thing that I want to eventually, like, settle on. And maybe I'll always try to search for the next best thing. And maybe that is just a part of me, right? I am just very curious about life and wanting to experience as many different things and lifestyles and scenarios as I can in places. And and essentially for now, the only thing that I'm sure of is that I would like to live around. Not necessarily saying, like, 10 different countries in my 20s, but, like, I don't know, I'm moving to... Belgium for the summer and then I'm gonna move back to London for the third my third year and final year and then after I graduate I think I'm gonna do a gap year and maybe probably live in still another country like one that I haven't lived in any time before so we'll see maybe I'll maybe I'll get the chance to kind of experience all of these at least to a certain degree maybe not the Somerville house but oh that one just sounds so nice right now okay I'm gonna have to be get going because as I said I'm meeting my friend for breakfast but um, thank you for sticking with me. It was a very, very fun and lighthearted episode. So don't take anything I said seriously. It was just, it's Saturday morning. I'm just having fun, letting my fantasy go loose. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. And please, please, please tell me on my Instagram, like either comment on my post or DM me, like what is your number one or like top three lifestyles that you would want to have. I think it would be so, so fun to read about yours. Because I'm just curious, because this this is where my imagination went, but I can presume yours will go to so many different places. So like, I genuinely encourage you strongly to, to do that, because it would be so fun. So yeah, that is everything. Thank you very much for listening. And I will be back with another episode, probably a bit more serious one. But yeah, also let me know if you like those hard, lighthearted ones, maybe shorter ones as well. It doesn't always have to be a social commentary that lasts for an hour because I know these can sometimes be heavy and they can be kind of a lot to record, but I still enjoy both, right? But yeah, so that is everything and I hope you have a good day or a good night and I love you all very much and bye-bye. Kisses.